everybody we are live welcome to the plant pud podcast the ppp that won't be coming after you if you borrow something from me my name is taylor <laughs> Lindsay, and i am the owner and host of the plant plug podcast and right now i have two special guests with me they're actually homegirls that's how i met y'all and i hope i'm a homegirl too <laughs> thank you, you. um let me take this gum out gross i'm so sorry you're great it's that gonna come up great. on the on the sounds, you can like hear everything. Um, <laughs> so I want to let people know about what y'all have going on. This is a platform for local talent. I love meeting people where they're at. I love people meeting people in the beginning of their journeys. And I love getting in the boat with them, getting on the bus with them. So uh, without further ado, I know you, both of you have a lot going on. Yes. Like you guys both have a lot going on. I actually met you, well, indi indirectly met you at Free the Nipple Yoga. Oh, you were teaching yeah. that. That was how many years ago was it? Oh, like, oh wow. so long ago. Oh, 2016? 2016, yeah. 2016, yeah, you were the instructor. So. so I know that you do do that. Yeah. I said doo doo. I know that you <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate doo doo here at the Plant Plug Podcast <laughs> because good doo doo makes great soil. It does. And also, Aaron, yes. I met you at Occupy LA. You guys keep popping up in my life. It is a 10 year it's anniversary true. of that. As well as you're a photographer, uh, you are also a doula. Yes. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Ooh, I would be so, oh my God. <laughs> you can tell us more about that. And then the two of you have something together. So mm -hmm. without further ado, Aaron and Zhang, who wants to get started on telling people what you got going on? Don't be scared. <laughs> I guess I'll start. I'm I getting thought. the I'm getting the eyes. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to start. Sorry. Good job. Solidarity, solidarity and communion is the name of of our yes. event. Solidarity and communion, LA. Um, Jung and I, we've been friends for over ten years. And wow. Yes, a very long time through many lifetimes. If we really like think about it, I, I think. And so. We have just been like on this road of life together, I think, and making some of the same realizations about what it means to be uh, a woman in America, what it means to be a woman of color in America, what it means to be a black woman in America, um, what it means to be queer in America, all those things. And um, just we realized some really stark similarities between our two experiences, me as a black woman, Jung, as an Asian American woman. So... Um, we just wanted to, uh, I guess, not even share with other people, but just like express our own uh, solidarity that we have between the two of us and kind of magnify that and, and um, create a space where we can kind of uh, function together. Because we're both organizers in the community, um, we decided to put on an event and that happened uh, last May. It happened last May. That was yeah, your first, first event. One. So where yeah. can people find y'all? Are you on multiple platforms? Are you on Twitter? Are you on... I saw you had an event, right? Um, and then I slid in your DMs afterwards. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> where else can people find you and what's the handle? Uh, I'm jong.la on Instagram. J-E-O-N-G dot L-A. Spell it correctly, y'all. It's not that hard. <laughs> Dude. Go ahead. And then I'm typical... 
dot e on instagram okay and then the the i called it a coalition earlier i'm sorry i was like no we're not that sounds so serious it really <laughs> does is like you involved just, uh, we're like friends <laughs> who want people to be also friends yeah. <laughs> essentially okay and then the uh, communion what is that on instagram yeah it's solidarity and communion la so you just spell out the entire thing a and d solidarity and communion la it's uh-huh. amazing to fit it, I know. <laughs> I thought they were gonna cut me off. It's long, but it they is, didn't. It's long. It's like user one zero zero one zero. That's long. coming next. Okay. Well, yeah. This is a, a big milestone. The fact that y'all already started, had your first uh, event. Do you have another event coming up? Uh, yeah, we're actually planning to do one at the same time next year, and also do some smaller events before that. So I think we're going to have a small group discussion in December and then something to be due in March. Yeah, a fundraiser um, some probably. Some kind of fundraiser we think we do as black and Asian people insist on paying our presenters. Yes. So, um, Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. So Five bucks, whatever. Fifty, go ahead. Thank you. Know, I appreciate it. At least. Yeah, it's not it's not a lot, but it's something. <laughs> not yet, not yet, not yet. But it's uh, it's it's really some like symbolic, I think, more than anything. Absolutely, and I think that's something that I got from you, T, because we work together as well, just bringing financial literacy to the people, and you insisted on paying me for my work so i was just like okay i cut you that check huh you really did you're signing checks not just accepting them i know <laughs> i forgot can i have that back <laughs> <laughs> i got it from you can i have that back please <laughs> wow i totally forgot about it yeah because i was you know what it's something that i'm going through now especially when you've been no i when you've just been active i don't i don't know if it differentiates depending on which facet of business you're in but or you know which sector People don't want to pay you. Oh, y'all are artists. You already know. Girl, <laughs> you are art. Y'all you know. are, I've already preached Constantly. to the choir. Y'all already know because y'all were artists first. And then, you know, you used your talents. And I was talking about people being multifaceted and wearing many hats. But also, how do we put that out in the world and get paid for mm-hmm. it, you know? Yeah. Unfortunately, we have to have eight jobs just to pay rent. Low key. Mm-hmm. High key. <laughs> High key. Mariah Carey high key. Are you kidding me? But then also, like, people don't want to pay even to this day. Mm-hmm. I've had to part ways with uh, many established businesses that will will use my talent and my services and then tell me I have the nerve to ask for any type of compensation. And mm-hmm. I still ask for minimum wage. I still That's do. Nice of you. I still do because I want the things that I do to be affordable. Now, I don't know about giving no babies. You know, pulling them out of people. Sorry, it's I just say that. It's too hard. Yeah, I. Yeah, you gotta. I've you gotta experienced charge for that. that. Like, <laughs> I remember one time, someone in my life had told me they're like, "It's not really paying for the service because the service we would do for free." Like, I would just be there and supporting people because I love people and right. I, I get energized by it. But it's the time. It's the time before when I'm on call two weeks. It's that time when we're in it. It's the time afterwards. You know right. what I mean? So, that's really what it is energetically. I think. But yeah, Jung is really staunch about that pain. right you we gotta pay, pay. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pay we gotta pay our people so yeah yeah that's yeah. what that's the dream i think that's what makes a good business owner and leader and so many people want to be a boss but they're not good at delegating there's no diplomacy mm. there's no there's no opportunity i remember you told me you were the one that told me keep equity equitable you, we were at uh aal materials picking up tree pots 
Oh my gosh, yes. And we were delegating <laughs> the fairness in us getting the equal amount of tree pots. Yes. I wanted all the tree pots. <laughs> they had some used and they had some new. <laughs> and, the, and I've been using that phrase ever since. Keep equity equitable. Mm-hmm. Like if I, if, even if I can even in a position to where like, okay, I could take this plant, right? It looks like boobies. Um, I'll tell you about this plant in a second. Save the boobies. <laughs> it's actually named after boobies. Aww. Yeah, it is. Um, it's part of the mammillaria family, as in mammaries. Love it. Um, there's a, I think there's about a dozen or so species of cacti that are similar to boobs. And because of that, they get that species name. And then this is a Globos balloons. Uh-huh. And I have an obsession with touching cacti. I see you. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I have an obsession with, I'll show the people, I have an obsession with touching cacti without gloves. I still do it to this day. I need to stop. But once I found <laughs> out that there was a series of species that are safe to touch, I started uh, propagating them. And now I hold them at the mini farm. Aww. The mini farm is in so South cool. Central, y'all, for those that don't know. This is episode two, by the way. Welcome to episode two of Plant Plug Podcast. And um, you can actually touch these babies. And also, y'all, on Instagram, uh, these don't need to be propagated. They hmm. asexually reproduce, which is one of my favorite ways of reproduction. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> this plant <laughs> don't need no man. <laughs> and, uh, then you will have this actually cup. It'll stay to the size that you want it to. will continue to expand. So this is actually one, and now it's two. Well, now I want to touch it. Yeah, I want you to touch it. <laughs> I want you Con- to touch it. Is this enthusiastic and consent that I'm getting yes, to touch? Yes, just touch the, Thank the, you. Touch the thing. Um, so that was actually really, really important for me as a business owner to provide a living wage. Even if it's part-time work, I still want to give no less than $18 an hour. And if somebody has other needs, because I've worked with people that have families, I've worked with people that have three other jobs, if they're like, hey, it's actually costing me this much to come and go, which I think is a four-hour event, is actually an eight-hour day in turn because they never pay you to come and go. Mm-hmm. They do want you to leave, but they want you to come back <laughs> the next day. <laughs> I've been uh, thinking about that too, like paying for travel time. Like I had so many friends who worked at not uh, to plug Disney at all, but who worked there, and the amount of time that they would spend getting there and then getting their costume and then getting out of their costume. I'm like, oh, you knew the character actors. No, they're all called costumes. Everybody wears costumes. If you work at a restaurant, if you work at a... They're called... Really? Yeah. They're all costumes. Anyways, so yeah. And I always thought, man, it's Disney. They should pay you guys for all of that stuff. Right. uh, They should, yeah. Yeah. And thinking about like labor justice, I always think about, um, yeah, paying for that travel time. Jung does a lot of work as far as... um, Well, I was going to say labor justice, but I'm thinking about your work with... The Democrats. The Democrats. And Kate Town. WCKNC. Yeah. Oh, um, well, yeah, what you got going on? I, I feel like you got like, eight jobs. Uh, I mean, mostly Goals, I just positions. make art, and then I also am involved in local government things, but that's something everybody should be doing, because if you don't do it, someone who's worse than you will. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> just, Facts. just do it. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, were you uh, so? So you're you're involved as at a community level. Yeah. So basically, right now I got involved because, as you know, people kind of know, there's a gentrification problem in all of LA, but also in Koreatown, which I fear is gonna get echo parked any minute now. Right. Um. So. There's a lot of luxury developers coming in, putting in these condos that cost 
way, 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 way more than anything, ca- anything anyone there can afford. So the median income in Koreatown is around like 30, 30, 35K. And uh, maybe even less than that. It's probably closer to 30K. And uh, the you can't afford a luxury condo that costs like a minimum of 3K a month when you make that much, like the median income there. And right. so it's obviously... You know, knowing that you can charge those rents is making it more alluring for people to want to uh, get rid of their current tenants, sell their property, um, also just like raise rent if that's at all possible. And so that's been happening a lot. And so uh, I got involved to try to throw a wrench into that to Mm -hmm. at least like slow it down to say, because at the time when I first started it was it was horrifying, honestly, how many people would come in and just be bending over to say yes to every developer, no matter how, like, no matter what they wanted to do. And without really considering how it's going to affect the people who built Koreatown and who made it special and the working class um, people of color who live there, because it's a very, very brown neighborhood. Like, everybody there is... Um, Latinx or Korean or black. And then there's, we got some white people too. But right. Like, I know. didn't know there was a little Bangladesh in K-Town. Uh-huh. I did Kinda not know the, that. Uh, like towards First Street? Um. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it's more towards the north. Yeah, the uh, northern. Yeah. yeah, that is wild. Yeah. It's, it's a cavalcade, a cornucopia of issues, uh, social ills, to the point of where so much, so much of the solution lies in like every single movement like that's what intersexuality intersexuality intersectionality (laughs) is i didn't know what that meant in a long time apparently and it's just like everything from environmentalism to uh the wage gap the wealth gap to uh just overconsumption how we're stacking people on top of each other um this is architectural nightmare It's the architectural nightmare to where, you know, traditional buildings are being ripped out, any type of preservation of culture. I'm actually surprised, like, even driving up Normandy, and uh, once you get to Olympic, you know that, like, little island? It's like a little park. Mm -hmm. Solon National Park. It is. Solon, that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. And that that, that monument is there. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised it's still there. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. It's It's going to be McDonald's soon. Or Dave's Hot Chicken. We, I think, I, I really hope that stays protected. <laughs> Tell right us about it. Tell protected. us about it a little bit more. Um, I don't yeah. know a ton about it. I know that it's open from 11 to 3, that monument you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it has very limited hours. So I do think it's, we like to keep it safe. Oh, God, please let us keep that safe. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. If there's a McDonald's, I will lose my. Please, no. <laughs> I'll have to Um, I'll have to be like standing guard while you're chained to it when they try and like knock it down. (laughs) Right. Uh, (laughs) I mean, because yeah, there's like I believe that there's like a Korean elderly senior citizen home like in that area, so it's kind of like a nice little extra Korean feeling nook for a second right there. It's really it's really sweet. Um, Yeah. Right on. So, Aaron, what else do you have going on other than everything? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I'm actually trying to do less. Do less? If that makes sense. So, like, we're, you know, therapy over everything over here. So, like, my therapist is always like, okay, Aaron, um, 
beware of overfunctioning. Mm. Beware of what that kind of like brings to you and your life and your peace of mind and all that stuff. So um, I'm kind of like trying to tone things down a little bit. So birth work is super important to me. Like I also work at a local university um, and I don't even be telling people about it. Right, don't. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's great work. It's noble work. I, I enjoy, you know, um, the students are always an inspiration because they're young and they have so many dreams and, you know, they're kind of polishing themselves and that's really cool. Um, but really my passion is birth work. And this work is deep. Like, I've been doing it for two years now, which is, like, not that long at all. Right. But I still feel like, okay, I'm going to have some kind of um, – familiarity I'm gonna have some kind of like standard of operation no it's so vast yeah like it's such a vast expanse and I'm like all right if I'm really going to be able to show up for people and I'm really gonna be getting into this like I might have to put some things you know to the wayside so right um I do um, cultural organizing with We Love the Mert as well. We did a series that was super cool. It was called The Village Talk. We're going to get back to it, but mm-hmm. um, right now I'm just like trying to trying to do less. So those, I guess those are like my three wheelhouses in addition to solidarity and communion. But again, like I was a little long-winded earlier. I like the way Jung put it. Like it's really just an extension of our friendship. So we're just trying to function, I think, as right. people. In, in that way and this and also oh, go ahead i was just to, to speak more in the event i think that i mean for me i've uh it's part of part of my backstory is i grew up with white people so i through this experience <laughs> <laughs> i have come to think that you cannot we cannot rely on systems current existing systems that uphold white supremacy that were created by white supremacy to help us I just don't. I think that if we want to thrive, we need to be creating parallel systems of that, like sustain and uplift us. That, and we don't even need to get involved with that white people stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Good job. So good. <laughs> good job. Amazing. Absolutely. And I, I remember um, being brought into a conversation by both of you when this first came together and it was a very tumultuous time and it's in 2020 on top of the covid shutdown amongst other things Mm -hmm. and what was really happening even with the phrasing that was used and i've I've heard theories about this from the the use of stop especially the use of stop asian hate Mm -hmm. being divisive Mm -hmm. to separate Mm -hmm. black and asian folks Mm -hmm. and i'm just like lord jesus (laughs) (laughs) stuff more yeah. if yeah. yeah like oh my gosh like if we don't do it somebody versus <laughs> and that's the right. worst go ahead totally <laughs> no i feel like that was the biggest thing for me that stuck with me the most that came out of our panel discussion that we had back in may was just that i mean we had pretty much every presenter you're gonna have to help me name everyone off uh godfrey plata um of course uh kia young park we had ben caldwell kathleen gam yes i just went out yeah and so um they were all saying anyone who's in any kind of like radical, I don't like to always use the word radical, although I do identify a lot of times as radical, but just like plugged in <laughs> space <laughs> <laughs> as it comes to the plugged community in. and stuff. Plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they see through that divisiveness. Okay. You know what I mean? And it's like, nah, like that's not what we're doing. Like I'm not about to speak against my sister 
And I'm not about to let anybody else speak against her either. You know what right. I mean? Like, I'm not saying I'm about to pull up on somebody. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's all, like, people need to be protected, you know, from white supremacy, essentially. You yes. know what I mean? They don't want to see us come together. And that's Absolutely. why the bill, the, the, the Stop Asian Hate bill, passed so quickly because it was symbolic of, yes, you are the model minority, and we do we do like you yeah. better, essentially. So please be quiet and stop saying anything at all. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of being quiet. Just oh my yeah. the things that people initially associate about Asian folks is highly appalling, just as a human being. And there was this book that everybody swears by, which I really don't appreciate. It's called Way of the Superior Man. And there is Problematic a title already, but I know, go ahead. right? But people swear by it. People swear by it, and especially within the black community. I, uh-huh. But not only does white supremacy pop up a lot in my podcast, it's everywhere. Just look at the walls. Um, <laughs> They're white? Yes, they are. Uh, so, it's, it's, anyways. Hilarious. So, I, 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 I am also one that believes in an inside job, and I do bring up things that plague the black community. And within that book of Way the Superior Man, there is a chapter about women. And you want to between a hot woman and a cold woman and it's based on hair color and ethnicity and guess who's hot and guess who's cold is it asian women asian women are the cold ones docile okay and the black women are the hot tempered who wants to fight who wants to fight i will fight that book if that book was a person, I would fight them. I but would also, I would fight them too. Right. We'll, 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 we'll pull up on them. Yeah, we'll, we are going to pull up. Now we're pulling and up. The thing about it is, you know, I really, I strongly believe in the power of the written word over like seeing some meme and stuff um, about, you know, uh, some right, posted uh, viral hashtag or whatever. But that is very problematic. And then it is, it's embedded. Like the way I absorb material when I read it is a lot different than when I see it in a digital in a digital way like so i'm just like when i read that i was just like this book is going right in the trash well, back to the library I'm not gonna buy it. and i was just like what the I heck but that's just an extension of whoever wrote that got it from somebody else and right. whoever read that is going to continue that kind of behavior and just from the, that legislation being passed it's all relevant it's all connected because i'm just like okay reading that in that book that's where i closed that book and never opened it again and then seeing that that legislation was passed immediately is because we're like hey I didn't want to bring this up. Mm. Um, I know hot button for a lot of people right now is the Dave Chappelle thing. We're not going to talk about that. But what we're going to talk about is one of the points that was brought forward is somebody said black men and even men of color would love to sit at the helm of white supremacy and capitalism and all that without any whiteness being around. So they still want to implement the the patriarchy, the homophobia, the transphobia, still be at the top of the elite in those classes systems, but there's no white people around. Does that resolve everything? No. Yeah, no. Yeah. So like who they think we are based on ethnicity alone is highly appalling. And that's kind of what cap- catapulted me into what y'all were doing. I was super, super interested. But another thing though that we did bring up too is that you know, due to all the things that black people have endured in America with the prejudice and the racism and so forth, you know, we we kind of already know how to dance the dance, in a sense of like standing up for ourselves in a, in a civil in a civil rights sort of way. So that's where I felt like Black people can come in to help, uh, as far as like okay, there's this alarming amount of attacks being had on Asian people. Mm-hmm. You know, Muslims went through that too. Nine Eleven. They sure did. I was in middle school. They sure did. I was and 
right and i feel like they're the same people who were appalled at that at that time it's the same people and that's one thing that sarah ferguson who was also on the on the podcast another a fellow birth worker wait i was like fergie is that Fergie? Sarah name? Ferguson? I don't no, know. Her, her, I don't know what her first name is. I know it's not Fergie. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Fergie's real name. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Sarah Ferguson is birthing the block, but um, sorry. <laughs> so funny. Stacy. Was- Stacy Ferguson is Fergie's real name. <laughs> it was name. gonna kill you, huh? Uh, yeah, Until you got it. I'm sorry, Stacy Ferguson. She's part of Wild Orchid. I just know a lot about that woman for some reason. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this podcast is brought to you by Sarah Ferguson of Breaking the Block is she brought up that whole thing about can I even remember now what I was going to say I think uh, that we we have done this before like we've been in close proximity together before and we've taken care of each other before it's not new I think that's what you were saying mm-hmm. uh, like a little bit earlier like yeah. we've been doing this so I mean I, I feel like it's just a remembering and a, and having a space to kind of come together and do that but I want to talk about libraries because you're written books from the library and yeah I love the library myself libraries popping like Oh my goodness. First of all, I had to be uh, uh, patient enough and calm enough to sit in there quietly. <laughs> and then I got like, li- I didn't know I had so many fees. And then they were doing fee forgiveness for Valentine's Day. I was like, they care. And I was going <laughs> to get DVDs and I was going to get CDs that I refused to buy from artists that I purposely ignore music for like uh, 10 years before I start listening to it. I don't know if it's problematic <laughs> or not. I just started listening the weekend. Not bad. Not bad. Right. I do that yeah. with TV shows. Yes, right? Like, I like yeah. to wait until there's like, so many seasons and then just binge the whole thing it, it's yeah. the best thing ever and there's yeah. volumes and you go to the library and there's very generous people that you know that donate because they want to keep the arts alive and there's like everything you need from manga to people magazine you why did i say that but they have a magazine section <laughs> and then also tons and tons of music and then tons and tons of books I, I and then i read the most random things hmm. so i read the bernie I, I got the bernie mac document um, documentary what's it called autobiography oh rest in peace his. bernie mac we love you i read i read it right before he passed mm. and then i got like this luther vandross analogy like oh. anthology Another when he used to do mcdonald's commercials that's how he used to make money yeah because you used to have to do live radio commercials like whitney houston did it when you're on radio we don't record and then play back they're like okay we're going live five four Oh, yeah, hot chicken at Sizzler. Like that, that kind of thing, yeah. But like from their house or from the studio? From the or? studio, from the studio, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh, But nuts. Luther was the king of that. So I ended up learning so much freely, and then I didn't have to pay nothing. I love not paying for things. <laughs> and I just, I just, I was going to uh, John Muir, and but my one of my favorite libraries is uh, Beverly Hills Library. Uh, they actually have a really good kids section. Mm. Um, my parents would just drop us off and come get us in three hours. And then, <laughs> you don't do that. <laughs> and then we were latchkey kids, so that's what you did back then. And then not a bad have, place to be, the library. Right. It's three stories, and they have a whole law section. Hmm. Like, it's just law books. And they have a, uh, a bookstore in the front, and I've been going there for years. I don't like going through their city hall. They're both I don't like that. I don't like being around there. Um law enforcement but you go through their city hall beautiful library one of my favorite libraries and there's a historical pasadena library too oh those are my favorites do you have a favorite library do either one of you have a favorite library now that we're talking about it do you have one i've mostly only been to the one in echo park the one in k-town and the one downtown obviously which is like by far the nicest i used to drink in that one that one <laughs> you can do that. No. <laughs> uh oh. Is that where we're gonna have our next event? Oh my gosh. I used to no. drink in that library. <laughs> <laughs> 
it passed the time. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I think the library is wonderful, but I also don't spend that a lot of time there, honestly. But I do take advantage of their digital services. They have a lot of online stuff. Like, you can read the Times, like the New York Times and the LA Times for free. Mm-hmm. So I use that. Um, so, yeah, I use that a lot. I've been paying five ninety nine for, like, I the past... I paid twenty four dollars. Don't. I know. <laughs> I told I was helping the community. Right. I was like journalism. <laughs> journalism. Yes. Right. I don't drink Starbucks. In print is out of fashion. I don't drink Starbucks. No, but the L- the the NY Times one is a lot nicer than the LA Times one because the LA Times they make you go through an archive like on like oh. instead of the latimes.com site site, but on New York Times with the, the LA LAPL, you can use nytimes.com, but you can't use latimes.com. Hmm. Nice. That's I, I, I do like libraries. I would like to visit libraries in other cities. And also you can get comic books there, too, because comic books can get really expensive. Totally. Mm-hmm. So yes. they also had that. I, would, um, I read Wolverine 1 there. Really intense. Hmm. Really intense. He was actually, like, he ended up in Japan somehow and knocked up some lady. And wow. Yeah, Wolverine. Logan is, is a trip and a half. <laughs> I feel uh, like in, an, in another lifetime I'll be a comic book person, but, like, in the interest of doing less, I'm like, if I go down this road of comic books... <laughs> It's going to be a lot to keep up with. It, yeah. It, yeah. It, it's, I don't, I know how people do it. You have to get a second job. You have to. <laughs> you have to get a second job at a comic book store. Yeah. I was going to say you have to work at Golden <laughs> Apple, which is high as a kite. Or there used to be Meltdown Comics. I think they closed. I'm not sure if they're still open. It's just so high in there. Huh. Like if you want a graphic novel, 13.95 base minimum. It makes sense though, because like sense. people are not print. Yeah. People aren't printing things. So it's like, the it's not the higher. same though. Like this yeah. iPad's not going to tell me what happens to Superman fast enough. It's like, you <laughs> need to, I don't know. I mean, yeah, there's I, something so like, nice about being able to hold and touch something and yeah. take it with you. Are we getting old? Yes, yeah, it are. is. I mean, definitely. It's beautiful. Look at these girls. Like, like, children, do children like not old? like objects? <laughs> no, I think people like objects till the like forever. That's like been yeah. human nature. Like yeah. people Kid. love objects. We're like obsessed with them. You right. have whole economies around buying more, found, like gilding more objects. Oh yeah, they might you know? be digital things, but they're still objects. Yeah, and also mm. I think that people. I don't know how. I think like you know kids still like to be i don't maybe i don't i don't know if kids still like to be seen reading but i remember that used to be a thing growing up like when you were in college you'd like want to be seen just carrying like a specific book Mm-mm. the bell jar <laughs> my ex had that book and as soon as i walked in the, uh, her room and saw it on the i was like i shouldn't need to leave <laughs> <laughs> <That> <laughs> I need sense. to leave. There's so much Sylvia Plath like everywhere. Just <laughs> that was me screaming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I just I cannot like never again. I just it's not my jam. Like the head in the <laughs> oven thing being fashionable. It's not. You need help, lady. Um, <laughs> you definitely need help. Uh, so I did want to also ask y'all too because speaking of buying and cherishing all the stuff last year was really hard for a lot of people and i don't know if there was a lot of good that came out of it for some people i saw i didn't feel like i was flourishing but i guess now i feel more so look i started this plant looks great but i i want to ask both of you what would you say would be your top three catalysts or i don't want to say motivators i'm so over motivation of <laughs> um, your catalysts <laughs> or your contributors to what you deem to be your type of successful now. Cause I think success looks different for everybody. Even though they try to tell us what it looks like, 
what would like especially within the last two years because we could thank our mom and dads all we want you know back in the day baby jesus baby young baby jesus (laughs) you mean odb baby jesus or like in the manger baby jesus all of those are two little all the jesus all the jesus (laughs) (laughs) all the jesus shout out to Shout out to Dirt McGurk, baby Jesus. <laughs> the second and third coming of our Messiah. Shout out Bufiki to the, the, the Holy Trinity. Of the Don't forget about the mother. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, speaking of the Holy what were the catalysts or the three, three main components that got you to where you're at today? I'm interested there. What you have to say, Jung? I want to know. Yeah. That's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always trying to That's like. That's why we're here. I have a thing. I'm like, what would Jung do? Oh, I mean, I don't know. It, it's it's weird because I uh, like not actually that like success motivated, which is like weird because I know that. Well, I first of all, what, do you, what is what is um, your definition of success? You want to start with that? I guess it's hard for me to extract my definition of success from like the outwardly definition of success. Right. Insofar as like I tie it to like. Feel like stability and comfort mm-hmm. as an idea, um, but also I also recognize that like for me, stability and comfort means like um, something very very different. So for me, I mean, what makes me happy and feel the best is just doing good things with good people, which is so lame to say. No, that's amazing! <laughs> like, come on! Like, let's go! Just doing, let's you know, go! Like doing cool things with my friends. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Like, As a thing. Some things I and have mean, friend time. I just like want to do good <laughs> things with good people, right and that's on. what keeps me going because I just believe that like in an inherent goodness of humanity, and according to the climate change report, if we all just like work together really hard in the next 50 years we don't have to die in a climate change disaster no way like seriously seriously no okay way. so this is like one of my biggest can we messes. overthrow the corporations yes, yes yes yeah we can part of it. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes okay over- so okay so Talk in the it. report in like 2018 that they did it's like 800 pages i only read like half of it but they have these sustainable development goals and they're it's all around like ec- like it creating equity and so by eradicating poverty by stopping use of fossil fuels by um, creating gender equality, we will actually be able to save ourselves from climate change. And that's what this inspiring report says. Everyone that was like, it's infuriating because like when you go back and you read about the report, um, the the UN climate change report, uh, people are always like, oh, and it says that we're all going to die. But (laughs) it actually doesn't. It's actually the most hopeful, inspiring thing because it says we could die if we do nothing. If we do do something and we work towards a more equitable future, we can all not die in a fiery climate change disaster. And that's going to be so cool. So we get to solve all of the things at once, which is something that like we can't even conceptualize. Like We're so interested in like waxing poetic about freaking dystopia mm. all the time. You know, like we are all like, I'm so tired of that. What is dystopia? I, I'm <sighs> sorry. I have str- that's one of my struggle words. That I want to look up one day, but I haven't looked up for the last five years. It's just like the opposite of a utopia. So it's like we're. Oh, every- that's all? That's it. That's it? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time? Dang. Yeah. Well, that opposite. was eloquently put. I enjoy that. So, you know, being that. Okay, we already have hers. Well, yeah, I don't want to put it in a box, but I'm going to put it in a box right now. <laughs> <laughs> good things with good friends and good people. 
which is go i love facetime i want face mm -hmm. real friend time especially mm -hmm. if we can make a little coin off of it mm -hmm. but by coin i mean i just want to be okay like you right. know what i'm saying like right. if we can make like 50 bucks that'd be cool um without doing nothing illegal add some zeros on it yeah Infl <laughs> inflation <laughs> Put some commas on it. Put some commas on it. So, Aaron, what would you say were like the the like top three? It could be one or two uh, main components or catalysts that got you to first. Let's start with what is your idea of success. Let's start I, with that. I mean, I feel like I concur. I could get it. <laughs> uh, I, I, like, pay, I paid for both of you today. <laughs> elaborate answers. No, I'm gonna elaborate because I love to hear myself talk, especially in this these headphones. Yeah, such a nice great. voice, Aaron. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, soon to be coming to my website are um, affirmations for oh, people in labor. You used to do affirmations. Oh my gosh, yes. I forgot about so that. Yeah, you used I'm to do excited. the affirmations and meditations. <gasps> yes. Remember that about money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, anything that kind of is activating. Yeah. Yeah. But I think. Um, what is your. That's totally my definition of, of success. You know, I might put. Um, I might say. You know, if I were to just make it a microcosm of like my world too, like just living in beautiful spaces, seeing beautiful spaces. But I mean, it can get as granular as like Jung knows this about me as far as rearranging things on a table <laughs> to make it inherently better. Mm -hmm. um, I feel that way, though, like about like my whole environment, you know, like um I know I'm supposed to be doing less, but I have been getting into mycology lately. Um, and I think that it's just like so cool because it's something that is so inexpensive to do and to get involved in. Mycology is a study of mush uh, fungi. Fungi. Mushrooms. That's how you know they know how to party. Oh, yeah. A mushroom knows how to party because it's a fungi. I remember that joke. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever forget it. Don't forget it. Go ahead. Um, and so it's all about like, like the, the way that like fungus develops is that it's finding a symbiotic relationship between itself and like the environment around it. And mm -hmm. so us being organisms ourselves, we're literally just like floating out here. You know what I mean? And so like, we like each other. So we're hanging out. Mm -hmm. um, and so I just, I'm just like, yeah, let's as an extension, have our house be in symbiosis with the rest of like, you know, the environment. Like I, I went hiking recently and I was like, man, what if instead of like these big house structures, like we were like tucked in with, with like the earth in a way yeah it's still disruptive but just i don't know listening a little bit more to the feedback that comes from that but anyways as far as my definition of success i think it's the same the last two years what things have been really motivating me catalyst remember we don't use the term motivation over here excuse me i forget <laughs> uh, yeah uh, catalyst, i apologize catalyst uh contributors uh three major components um i mean i think it's just mainly been agency you know like understanding that I have agency in in this world. Um, you have agency in this world, like and just like making sure that everyone understands, like wherever you are, whatever the situation is, you absolutely have um, the power to um, create some change in there, to mm -hmm. take up space, to say what's on your mind, and maybe the maybe the first thing out of your mouth isn't the whole thing. You know what I mean? And that's okay too. That's okay. So just I, I think. That, coming to that realization right. that that is something that I can create for myself anywhere that I am. I love that. Has been a game changer for me in the last two years. And I think what, oh man, I just like blew up, blew up in like half of my mind now. Because <laughs> I think that's a big fear factor for people is I have to cram everything in 
if I'm going to release something, I have to do it all now. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm going to go say something, I have to say it all now. Yes. Or I, have to put, I always have to constantly put a period at the end of the sentence. Right. But the sentence has to be a paragraph. Actually, it has to be a whole series. And I need to do it now, and it needs to be super polished. <laughs> right. Jeez, I would, okay, first of all, after I start <laughs> breathing again, then I, you know, I, I still probably wouldn't take the first step. But it's not over and done with, fortunately. And I think it's just a lot of, that's why I don't like rise and grind or motivation. You have to do it all right now. And, you know, if you don't do it, you ain't, you ain't nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You there, ain't nothing. There is something to be said of routine, though. I went to... Um, routine and discipline are yeah. a trip and a half. I, I feel mm-hmm. like they're more quiet. I feel like my... I'm, I, I feel it's like for you. motivation and, and hustle and grind is loud mm-hmm. to me. Like, you associate words with, like, sound. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> loud. It's, 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 it's incessant. Um, and but also trying to be definitive at the what? same time. Sorry to cut you off. I, I, I told you I was gonna do it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was warned. Just to speak on that, I think that like there's there's two ways to make things, and it's hard. I think I felt a lot of pressure with social media to like make things to be outputting at a certain pace and to be constantly be producing things and like oh don't you have something to show for Instagram? But like honestly, I just don't. I don't, and I'm not going to for like, a long, long time. But when I do. I will be proud of it, but right. I might not say anything for like a hot minute. Right, but mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and but people are always like, "Oh, Chong, why don't you update your Instagram more?" I'm just for what? Why? <laughs> for what? I, I have nothing to say. <laughs> I have nothing to say. <laughs> I'll come back when I'm ready. I will say something when I got something to right. say. But I don't need to be just like talking for the sake of talking. I don't see the point in it. Um, right. You know. Right. Yeah. I love that response. I I'm I have such takeaways for for both of, from both of you now, and I really appreciate it. Thank you. I got the two for one I wanted. When our powers <laughs> combine, when our powers combine, we are yes. Captain yeah. Planet. Yes, high five. High five. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh wow. Well, I, I I greatly appreciate both of y'all, and you know what? As inspired as I am, it is that time though. It's time for the plan of the day. Yeah. yeah, it's time for the plan of the day. This one's you touched fuzzy. this one? No, I hope I you touched did, it. I you did. did. It right, it does, wonderful. It doesn't. So another time, <laughs> did I talk about thimble cactus? So this is the mammillaria. The other family you can touch, thimble. So thimble. they're the time. They grow hair. Ooh. They grow hairs. So also. Baby hairs? Yeah, if you're into that. I'm very much into uh, baby yeah, hairs. Yeah, baby hairs, if you're into that. Um, so thimble <laughs> are the type that you can also touch if you are if you really need to touch a cactus. Um, thimble cactus. <laughs> Thank you. I need to touch a cactus so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a masochist? Yeah, I, Just kidding. These don't, these some, don't prick. Some people will tell you this. Um, <laughs> what is this one, though? I, oh, I've seen yes. this one before. Is Sorry, this a deterrent like, of, it looks like one that's a deterrent of um, rodents. You are close and correct. So ding, ding, ding. this is a teddy bear paw plant. It looks like a teddy bear paw. It is a succulent with a nice fatty pad. It does have a fuzziness on the outside. Um, you do have to propagate it. They do get bigger, but they don't reproduce whole other plants asexually. And uh, why are you touching it like that? Um, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so <laughs> uh, so um, it's become one of my favorites. It was actually uh, somebody gifted it to me for my birthday uh, years ago. And now I have about like, maybe five or six of them because I propagated them, but it's absolutely one of my favorites because like I said, I, you know, they're, they're, especially with city planning. Mm. And since we were talking about that earlier, uh, there's a certain type of plants that they keep out of city spaces. And that's for a reason. One being female fruit trees. So sad. So sad. And another thing is, uh, you know, plant medicine. 
Um, I did see, I do see a lot more hanging rosemary lately, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And I saw a couple churches surrounded by rosemary. Mm-hmm. And actually, the Costco Inglewood, that whole wall on the east side is actually a tra- trailing fig plant. Oh, wow. So you can pick figs from Costco. Oh, my gosh. I was wow. trying to do it, but there's a security guard, like, staring at me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why not the plant medicine? Like, why not the herbs? Because that's another thing that's like, it's a pollinator. They're also like, you know, deterrents of rodents and stuff. Like, I what's up know. with that? Who's a comptroller inside? I always thought comptrolling was trash because of Simpsons. But like, who's in charge of that? What, what 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 part of community planning would be in charge of that? I only know oh, people in transportation. I don't know. Well, there's a whole department that takes care of urban forestry as the department that would take care of trees. Okay. Urban forestry. We need to look them up. Right. Yeah. I'd be like, there's, so there's three women looking for us. <laughs> 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 like, I just want to talk. Hey! Oh, want to talk. We're, <laughs> we're calling you out. I, I think the plant plug's outside. Who's that? That sounds dead. Let me talk to it you. It is. Come on. In the cutest way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so teddy bear paw plant, and then also the global plant. And then also Aww. I want to shout out a uh, new business um, from around the way. It's actually, I found them at Prosperity Market. If anybody wants to go, Prosperity Market is run and operated by two black women. Shout out to Carmen and Cara. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's October 30th is the next one. And I met I met Jazzy Sweets there. So Jazzy Sweets with an I, you can find them on Instagram, makes the best pastries. But let me tell you, it's not like any other bakery. It's it's your mama's bakery. I told you. I know you told me. Don't talk about your mom on this I podcast. I did say don't talk about. But my you mama. said that specifically. But I mean, like, <laughs> but her baking, you could talk about. Go ahead. But not, not hers. But I mean, like the term your mama, your mom's cooking, like your grandma's cooking, your mom's cooking. They have Seven Up cake. Mm-hmm. They had rum cake that was just like, it, I was gonna say, <laughs> it, it. You could light a match to it, but it was well done. And then also. <laughs> My favorite. They had honey bun cake. Y'all remember <gasps> honey buns? No. Yes. The I'm little like Liz. the little like things from Seven Eleven. They're like a little circle pastry. They, they look like I'm cinnamon so rolls. But they're I can't not talk. cinnamon rolls. But the problem was that honey buns are horrible for it's you. It's like all the worst oils with sugar in it. That over bread. It is so good. Oh, it's the corn syrup solids, and it gets if you leave it out, it'll be hard as a rock. But the way they, the way Jazzy right Sweets now. like solved that. First of all, I didn't even know that was a problem and something missing in my life. But when I came across Jazzy Sweets, they actually had honey bun cake, and it's funny because I was just having that conversation with somebody earlier, and then boom, honey bun cake. Is it Jazzy with an S or a, or a Z? Z Z Z Z, and it actually had that crust. You know what I'm talking about? That honey bun crust. Do you remember? Because there's a I heated mine up all the time. You can only so do it, it for like. Or the ice cream completely Five slide seconds. off. Well, that's the one that has like a white frosting on top. Right. There's another one that's just like pure clear, clear glaze. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but Jazzy Sweets will definitely get you So it was right. all soft. It was like all the middle. But it, <laughs> it was all middle and it was like firm enough though too. Because you know like when they would just be full of air and they just go completely flat? Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, but Jazzy Sweets resolved all of that. October so 30th, we're going to see you. Tur- oh, you're coming? I'm asking. I don't know. I don't yes, know the future. Yes, you are. Asking, you will though. be at Prosperity Market. It's actually on 6th and Central. I will be there acting up as usual. I'm volunteering. That's what I call acting up. Like, girl, you acting up? Like, yeah, I'm acting up at the church. I am going to be there volunteering. There's going to be a bunch of amazing uh, BIPOC vendors and a ton of amazing food. So if you want to check that out, please do. And um, I want to ask both of you, though, what kind of plants are in your life right now? And do not say weed. (laughs) (laughs) 
say it. Do not say that. Do you either want it? Because didn't you have something in your last space? Oh, we did the I balcony garden. So many plants. I forgot about that. So you were like plans. one of my first clients. Yeah. Shout yes. out to Aaron, everybody, for being one of my first clients. We I pay my friends. We really redid your balcony. And didn't you grow like uh, kabocha squash? The kabocha squash. You yeah. had like 40 of them. You're like, Taylor, I have all this squash. No. Uh, like 120 there was more yes because we did that one run where it was like 70 or 80 and then after we cleared it out more popped up like 50 more popped up it was insane okay abundance you know what i mean like it really exists seed saving seed saving is the key i think everybody should have a seed library that's yeah yeah, everybody should definitely have a seed library yeah Yeah, agreed so what plants are in your life now um let me think about this i just moved into a new space and so I don't have any plants in my room right now. I gave all my plants away. No, you gotta get you um, some more. I know I a guy. Moved. If you need some more plants, I know a guy. I think I might just do the method of I'm like pinching guy. things off <laughs> <laughs> that I see in, around the world. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna come to you. There is, speaking of figs, a fig tree that's on the other side of the fence. Do you know when fig season is? Because there's some on there, but I'm like, is it, are we coming into it or going out of it? I think it's Saison warmer. De figs. I think it's warmer season. I I don't know figs, at all. To be honest with you, I feel like it's warmer too because it's got to be winter. Everything goes dormant. So so many things. But people throw things away when they're dormant. That's a huge mistake. Oh. Talk about they're it. They're so that you know plants are resilient, and just because it's butt naked bare does not need, mean it needs to go in the trash. Mm. It's just yeah, it's a flower. Like if you cut mm-hmm. off all your hair, you gonna die? No, it comes back. <laughs> like up and bald. I'm, I'm gonna. Get, oh, I'm sorry. You just. Your I did. I was <laughs> like. I forgot. I didn't die. Uh, I, I have so, there's a lot of Freudians going on regarding you, and I don't know why. You're deeply embedded in my psyche. That we're, we're the same person. You yeah, forgot. we are. I forgot about When we that. first met, Speaking everyone racism, was like, everybody. Thought we were the same person. For the longest time, because we both had long locks. Well, I had a horrible reputation. I was breaking the law. No, the I didn't even have locks. I had a baby You had fro. a hat. Wait, they were confusing in, in real life? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I know. Yes. I had a baby fur with a Wiz Khalifa in the patch yeah, in the front. Patch. You were Taylor Gang. Yes. That's probably why they thought you were me. <laughs> yeah, I had a That's horrible so reputation funny. at the time when she started coming That's around, so and they were nobody. So so many market differences. <laughs> so we're throwing our hands up. Just, I don't know what to tell you. So sorry. I, I just felt bad because she had a horrible reputation. I had a horrible <laughs> reputation, and people. If anybody, I was like, Lord, if anybody comes looking for me, and she happens to be there, she's gonna. No, nobody ever punched me in the face okay, or good. threw a drink at me or anything. I, I my think my girlfriend. Because that was your thing. No, it was I. <gasps> what are you talking about? And it still oh is. No. You're still trying to take people girlfriends. The podcast is over. This is the wrong episode. No, oh, I do no. not. I'm just kidding. Okay. Guys. You're not kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to ask you what topics are off limits. Don't deflect. <laughs> you asked us. I forgot to ask you. What were you going to ask me? What topics are off limits? Apparently, I hit a nerve. You're fine. Jog, what kind of plants are in your life, please? <laughs> uh, I actually don't have any plants in my life because I have killed every plant in my life. There was an orchid for a short amount of time, and mm-hmm. it died. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. They're actually tropical plants. So the thing about it is there's this whole slew of plants that are just... If you have an office party or if you need to give a gift, there's about five plants that everybody's going to give you. And an orchid is one of them. And they're the fastest to die because nobody knows how to take care of it. That is true. They're tropical. They need tropical things. Mm -hmm. Humidity, sunlight, and they could be indoors and they could also be outdoors. You can also keep them in your bathroom. 
Cause the shower. Oh. That was the issue though. Cause you're the lighting. Your apartment. The light in my, my. I live in like a corner dungeon. Almost no sunlight there. But at one point, have both of you got involved in any way, shape, or form with like gardening, whether it be yes. like somebody's house or the community? So, yes, what would you say love is? I love to meet people where they're at. But what would you say was your least favorite part about gardening? If there is such a thing. Yeah. I mean, I think it, here we go, back to what success is. It depends who you're doing it with. Like, mm. if you're doing gardening with people who are, like, perhaps, uh, um, I'm just going to speak freely. Like, maybe, like, a little bit more advanced. Like, maybe they've taken, like, hella permaculture courses. and The they, master but, gardeners and stuff like that. But they don't have that mindset of, of not just teaching, because teaching's one thing, but, like, allowing people to also kind of um learn with their own hands and maybe make their own mistakes right there's a lot that's left out of gardening because i think a lot of it is just like doing and then observing and then kind of like yeah taking that feedback that's where i'm at right now because to be honest with you the term master gardener is something i don't ever want to be labeled with or Mm -hmm. i don't even like the word expertise because i want to remain teachable and also I'm in my second year of doing this professionally, which is way different than just having like your little backyard plot. Mm -hmm. And there's just a lot of opinions. I find myself sometimes in spaces where, yes, somebody, I actually, when I, even when I was in bodybuilding and in finance, there's a lot to be learned, but there's a lot of, I run into a lot of too many cooks in the kitchen. And I'm just like, I gotta leave. And not knowing how to elaborate and collaborate. Mm-hmm. Like say Both. because I may know how to do this in the Northwest, and now I'm in LA, and like okay, how do we you know adjust to this and that? Like it's just, it doesn't have to be so picture perfect too. Right. And I think mm-hmm. that's a lot with the plant aesthetic. You know, look how much food gets rejected because it doesn't look a certain way, or even just that. That's what I don't like about gardening, though, is like totally. okay, yeah, I've been doing even me, I've been doing this for two years, but I still want to be in the same space as a person who's just starting. It's very intimidating when people come in with attitudes like that, mm-hmm. and they'll just, oh they'll be hollering at you. I'm like, this isn't fun anymore. Right, and it's Fuck supposed this. to be therapeutic. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Gotta bleep it out. Oh, we already put my business out there. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> now everyone knows. Oh, <laughs> I'm falling apart. <laughs> Taylor. No, I'm not. A, it's it's part of the show. Keep it rolling. Okay, um, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what would you say is your least favorite, or at least like the, the part that you don't like about gardening? Oh, just like the guilt I feel when my plant dies. Oh. I'm like, I failed you, plant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, I, feel no. I feel that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I remember I cried once. I was just so devastated. Um, but some there, it was a construction thing. They were getting, my parents were getting construction in their house, and the construction workers were uh, peeing on the plants. What? Um, Which ones? The front or the back? The back. Remember when it first started in 2016 with sticks and stones, and my parents got their house repainted, and they oh. were picking up the plants and they were peeing in the backyard. <gasps> yeah, I was. I just started too much, crying. Too much uh, nitric acid, uric acid. Uric, yeah, nitric. uric. Yeah, nitrogen is good for plants, but uric, nope. What are some ways that you can tell that maybe your plant needs more nitrogen? You know what? I am not there yet. Okay, never mind. I am not there. I, let's, I'm telling you, like, I, I'll, I'll let people know what I know and what I don't know. And I think, actually, that's a very important thing to do as far as... Just go out. Oh, we're still going. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a very important thing to do as far as 
knowing where you're at and knowing where you still need to receive things. Yeah, it's still going. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, my next endeavor is to take on living soils and Ooh. to learn some of the science behind it because from calcium carbonate to potassium to nitrogen, uh, plants need what we need, and I want to learn that and also the balances of that. So, I'll go to that class. Let me know when it's open. Oh, my goodness. I'm still teaching composting 101 <laughs> and how to not kill your plants and sow seeds. and That's a lot of fun. That's awesome. The sowing seeds and teaching kids how to sow the seeds. Aww. I hope they don't listen to this. Their parents might. I'm like, we don't want this one in their house. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Um, Baby Jesus approves of this podcast. Baby Jesus approves of this podcast. Aaron, a woman of God. Well, thank you. Is there anything else that either one of you would like to uh, bring to the table before we end the show? No. I mean, I feel pretty complete, but, you know, I can always talk. So let's, let's, uh, I guess we'll seal it up with it's so nice to see both of your faces you were talking about faces earlier we were talking about faces yeah and so one of my favorite um my favorite creators in the in the world right now is terrence nance and he talks about how like um like during the middle passage it was like us looking at each other's faces that like saved us mm -hmm. and so like even now it is us looking at each other's faces that it's gonna be bringing us to the next Level so nice to look at y'all's faces. Here oh, actually, I think I should just say, just it would be, I would be remiss to not mention my creative partner and Nike Apron, which is like our creative project baby that we have together. Yes, I, more babies. All, it's all about it's about like a imagine a utopian future instead of a dystopian future as we always do. So boring. Shouts out to Grayson. Hey. Shout out to telling me what dystopia means. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, you do not need to hide your wives around me. I am totally okay <laughs> to go. Um, shout out to that. Yes. Shout out to. <laughs> shout out to Fidelity. Yes. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, that's the end of our show. This is Taylor Lindsay signing off of the Plant Plug Podcast. Say bye to the people of YouTube. If anybody, say bye to the people of Instagram that will probably see half of this because I have to edit it now. Uh, <laughs> cut out some clips. And right now we're signing off on the lovely single called I Like by Humble Jones. Check him out. He's on Spotify, also on Apple Music. Can you hear that in your headphones? Because they're in and out. But amazing, amazing artist. Has such a presence in person. And check out Humble Jones on Spotify instagram and i don't think he has a soundcloud but just amazing and also he writes music too so if y'all need if y'all need a couple pin tracks and some top 20 hits hit up humble jones y'all so signing off y'all thank you for joining us thank you Zhang. thank you erin thanks for having y'all in the garden thank you so much Hey! Yeah. Woo! Yay! Woo! <laughs> That's a wrap. Oh my awesome. gosh, that was so fun! Oh Thank God. you so much, Taylor. You're welcome. Yay! I was the only one that swore. <laughs> I'm surprised. I was. I'm surprised. I was like a sailor. Yeah, I was like, like really good job. You did a really, really good job. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is really hard. There. Right in the middle too. You made the switch. <laughs> I like your outfit. Thank yeah. you. I'm trying it's to zoom in. Thank you. Yeah. I'm trying to blend it.